You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 65 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Martina McCormack. Martina is the owner of Secret Wellbeing, a boutique skin and beauty clinic on Brisbane's north side, and also coaches women with a mix of mindset, energy work, and has the ability to turn your can'ts into cans with her unstoppable coaching sessions. Martina facilitates in-person retreats to build connection with yourself and others, along with letting go of anything that is holding you back from living your life on purpose and has been an incredible mentor and friend of mine for the last four years. Let's dive into this week's episode. It's jam-packed, so I hope you are ready. Martina, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It is so wonderful to have you on the show today. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be in this space with you, Darren. Oh, it's about bloody time because we have not only been now friends for such a long time, we've um, been acquaintances in so many different um, you know, business relationships and absolutely love and adore you. And every single time I have the opportunity, I want you to like, I want to share you with my community. So the podcast is a great place to do that. Um, so let's kick off the show because you are a beauty boss, but we will segue into also the integration of what your business has evolved to in the last probably mm-hmm. two and a bit years. Uh, but yeah. what's your definition of a hashtag beauty boss? So a beauty boss for me is someone who is lots of fun, who brings so much joy and laughter to their business. And someone who is driven, focused, following their purpose, following their passion, and just has that great community feel, just that connection with other women, you know, encouraging, inspiring, motivating other women to step into this beauty industry. And it is such a beautiful industry to be part of. It really, really is. So I just love it. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Two in that shell is describing also who you are. <laughs> <laughs> because you really do embody that empowerment side um I remember having a treatment with you we didn't live too far away um and I just felt like it was the most incredible experience of a treatment that I had ever received it was really really special I had to kind of sit for an hour or so afterwards just to sit in reflection of what I had received, which was a skin treatment along with kind of like Reiki and chakra healing and, oh, my gosh, unbelievable. So I just thought, wow, this woman's not only going to be treating more amazing women in the treatment room, but you'll be expanding into other areas very shortly. And that's, you know, led you to what you're doing today. So tell us where it all began. You've got an Irish accent, so it's definitely not an Aussie. Um, <laughs> you're not from Australia. So where did 
you come from. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the industry and also your family integration and um, to what you're doing today. Okay, so I've been in the beauty industry probably about, I don't even know, I was trying to think, it must be about maybe 16, 17 years, maybe more, maybe longer. Anyway, so at first, when I was younger, I really loved the whole beauty element of stuff. I worked in a hairdresser's and she had this little beauty room and people would come in and out of it. And I was like, oh my God, how cool is that? And the hairdresser, Karen, she was gorgeous. And she always looked so glamorous, looked beautiful, always that presentable. And she just was that definition of just that beauty, the boss, the whole thing. She was just a package. And so that's where I think that whole feeling of wanting to step into that beauty started from. Um, and wanting to people make people feel good about themselves and feel great about themselves. And being younger, I was bullied growing up. Um, so my confidence wouldn't have been the greatest, even though probably to others, it probably looked like I had lots of confidence, but inside there wasn't that confidence. So the beauty for me felt like it was a place that you could put on that lipstick and it really made you feel amazing. So that's what sort of started the fuel in the fire for it. But I didn't go in and do it. I ended up doing business and finance in college and absolutely hated every single moment of it. <clears throat> Did not want to do it at all. But everyone told me that I should do it because there was so much more money in it and beauty didn't have any money. So shame on me for listening to everyone else and not listening to my intuition. But it was definitely part of my journey and it's made me who I am today. It evolved me. So there's definitely massive growth has come out of it. So I'd done it. I ended up not actually getting my degree. I had a few months left and I was suffering from severe panic attacks, anxiety, wouldn't leave the house, wouldn't come out of my bedroom, couldn't go to work. I was in the dark space at that stage because I knew I was doing something that really wasn't aligned to my core. It wasn't who I was supposed to be. It wasn't my purpose. It wasn't the reason I've been put on this earth to do. And I really had to sit with that. And I, you know, had great support from my beautiful, my, he's my boyfriend then, but my gorgeous husband, Ronan, and my mom was amazing and they really supported me on that. So I left it and then we went off traveling. We lived in New York for a few years and we traveled all around the world, lived in Australia for about six months. We done backpacking and done all the things and absolutely fell in love with Australia. We came back to Ireland, bought a house, had a kid, done all the things that you're supposed to do. You know, those normal things that everyone says, this is part of your journey. So we done it and we just realized that it wasn't for us. We weren't loving it. You know, we, I came back, I'd studied to do beauty, went into the beauty industry, was working in a day spa um, in this fabulous hotel, which I absolutely loved and loved that space. And I had a little salon at the house too that I was running, but we were working a lot of hours and rarely seeing each other and rarely creating that family, you know, that family time. And life is precious. We need to be with our family. We need to enjoy each other and all of that. So <clears throat> we decided then to... Come to America, come to America, come to Australia. <laughs> so we ended up running, got a sponsorship and we moved out here 10 and a half years ago. And I started Secret Wellbeing. Um, I think it's about nine years. I worked for about a year here for another company and um, then realized it was time that I stepped out of my comfort zone. And I thought, well, I'd rather be working for myself and do this than working for someone else. So I decided to take the opportunity 
go for it. And with the amazing support from Ronan was fantastic. And Sienna too, like they were great. So they really had grow that business as well. It's definitely not just me. And then a couple of years ago, probably just short of, I think about two and a half years ago, I started doing my first retreats because I was listening to women in the room and knowing that I come from, I do recce, I do intuitive work and all that as well. I'm not just a therapist. I definitely have a mountain of talents within there. And I knew that I could do more for these women and empower them to feel really great about themselves. So I decided retreats and I stepped into that from that then I've just dived into coaching and mentoring which I've set up a whole nother business and now I run retreats and group coaching programs one-on-one coaching and then I also have the beauty salon as well which is pretty much skin focused and with some sugaring treatments as well so I'm a busy busy woman doing all the things and I wouldn't change it because I absolutely love it all yeah that's me you are you are one hell of a woman. When I hear it all together, it's like, oh, geez, oh, like dreams, goals, all of that. Like having um, our industry, I always am so amazed with it because it can take you down so many different paths depending on, you know, what you're passionate in and what kind of your genius zone is really. And so how amazing that you you know, you were seeing a really big gap within the women that were coming into your clinic and feeling like, okay, what could be a greater offering for them, not just to come in for monthly treatments and then taking them on an immersive four-night experience for a retreat. Like that's just incredible. I remember when I had my salon and also was facilitating the first couple of retreats for Beauty Business Co., all of my clients were like, I wish I was a beauty boss and could come and you know, it wasn't wasn't something that I wanted to go down that path for my clients with, but I definitely knew like, it's such a great opportunity for any beauty business owner listening and clients that are coming to you so often seeking for more and they already know, like, and trust you. So what a beautiful way to integrate like wellness self-care into a practice, like a um, immersive retreat where they can connect with other like-minded women or men um yeah just amazing that you do that and I have also had the absolute honor of having Martina facilitate workshops at our retreats inside beauty beauty boss retreat uh and it's just absolutely magic to be able to have her energy and share her knowledge and expertise in this field and take our girls through you know mindset work and all of that stuff that she's lived through of letting go of those limiting beliefs and the confidence that Martina had to rebuild through bullying. I can't even imagine that. It's so, you know, horrible to hear that you went through that in your childhood, but now you're empowered with this um, knowledge and expertise to be able to help others who have been through anything that's really holding them back from unleashing their full potential and yeah, you're just a magnetic energy, honestly. <laughs> so. oh, thank you much. I truly appreciate you and our friendship and being on these retreats with these women. What you're creating as well is just phenomenal and the impact you're having in all these business owners and giving them that confidence and the people that you, you know, come in and facilitate and do it. You can see the passion. You can see the drive within them that they want to see 
other people succeed and they want to create that beautiful community that we get to do together and in the beauty industry it is a community we get to make it a community it doesn't have to be competition for me it's about friendships you know that was why I went to one of your first beauty retreats like I had no friends in this industry in Australia I was on my own and from that oh my god I've got so many friends it's ridiculous which I love and I value all the friendships so much and they have created such a huge impact in my life. It's beyond. So I'm so grateful for what you've done too. So I do want you to know that. I really appreciate you. Oh, you're so welcome. I'll receive that too. And that could be a hurdle. That kind of leads me into my next question of like, what hurdles do you continually see showing up when it comes to running your own beauty business? And I'm sure that probably was one of yours back in the day of not having a like a trust circle, a your inner friendships of like-minded conversations that are really different to the ones that we have with partners and family members because they sometimes are just not really understanding of the deep dive of what goes into the beauty business side of things. So, um, but is there anything else that comes to you when um, the when you think of a hurdle that continually pops up in the business arena? Um. I think one of the hurdles that I find and within myself and with um, my coaching clients and stuff is that whole feeling of not feeling like you're good enough. And that's the thing that stems up quite a lot and it affects every area of our life. When we don't feel good enough, we're not going after our dreams or our ambitions or the things that we want to create in our lives. We're holding ourselves small. We're not, you know, coming on and doing podcasts, like speaking in public, like, that's another hurdle like when I was in primary or not high school like I remember having to read out in front of people like and in English class and being so nervous because you know I didn't always know the words and I didn't always get them right and therefore that's definitely where I'm not good enough started to stem as well you know so coming on and doing this is in the past I would have had so much fear and that feeling of not being good enough but yet I was able to come in here because I know that I've worked through those hurdles and really worked on my mindset to know that I just show up if I show up as who I am being authentic coming from my heart and just being true to me then I get to be that person that gets to be that role model for the next person so the biggest thing I think is that when you feel like you're not feeling good enough in your business look at how far you've come take that opportunity to look at how far you have grown how far you've come in your life and your journey what you have accomplished and just keep going keep going for it you're going to have ups and downs you're going to have ebbs and flows but how you react to them and how you receive it all um is where you have that massive growth mindset yeah yes yeah. 100%. and I do feel like you know there's so many ways in how we can empower ourselves with strategy and knowledge in running a beauty business or you know getting coaching in specific ways and how to scale and grow your business but I feel like if you just really neglect that fundamental piece of your mindset and all of those tools that are, you know, gifted in some of your workshops, it's just like every time I do come across an obstacle, I can refer to that tool so that I can start to implement them and not let them hold me back. But it does take work. It takes dedication and a lot of, you know, kind of darkness as well to kind of get through before you get to that lighter side of being able to have clarity 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, I do encourage people if they're having those days of, oh, just I feel like I'm on the hamster wheel and not getting anywhere or I don't have any clarity in my vision of my business or my life, feeling yeah. like unmotivated. They're the words that are already coming up in 2023 from our beauty business owners and, um, you know, it's important not to feel stuck and make sure that you are referring to mentors that can support and lead you in the right direction. Cause um, we don't know those skills unless we're kind of oh. trained. Like you can go and listen to nice meditations and things like that. But sometimes I really do feel like it's nice to have a bit of a framework and pathway to, to move forward. So remember that you are not alone and you are not expected to know how to get out of the rut a lot of the time on your own. I think that's it is that people feel stuck or they don't know where to reach out or they don't know how to ask for support and help. And they see that as something that's really vulnerable and it's maybe something that they shouldn't ask. And being a beauty business owner, we think that we should know it all and we should be able to do it all. We don't know it all. And we're always growing and evolving. And, you know, your industry is always going to grow and evolve. Your personal development is always going to grow and evolve. Like I am continuously working with different coaches, different mentors, listening to different things, up-leveling the books that I'm reading. All of those things is the keys to working on your mindset. Like it's great to go, I'm going to open this business. I'm going to create this huge impact in the beauty industry. But if you don't actually believe in yourself and feel like you are good enough, you're always going to limit yourself to just that. There is no, so even though you go, I'm going to hit this amount of money in my business, if you actually don't physically believe that you're worthy of it, you deserve it and you're enough for it, you're going to hit these obstacles over and over again. And you're going to be like, why does this keep happening? So it's about really working on that mindset and working on those shadows and those dark things. Is it easy? Hell no. It's bloody, can be really horrific. And it can be, so amazing and so rewarding when you work through the stuff um, and do that. So definitely, um, there are some of the hurdles and they're definitely the mindset is something that I'm hugely passionate about because I felt like even that being in the treatment room and doing a facial for a client and her still looking in the mirror and still not loving who she was, like that's the core, that's inside. No matter what we do to their face and their skin and give them this perfect complexion and this perfect face, it's really about that inner work, you know, like it's really is the key to loving who you are. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Thank you. And so if, you know, we have listeners that are solopreneurs, some are thinking about starting their own business. We have experienced business owners that might be stepping into um, a new type of space themselves. Mm-hmm. What would be two important tips that you have to offer when it comes to starting your own beauty business? So my first tip would be to know your numbers, to get an accountant or a bookkeeper, or to really schedule in that one hour each week to sit down and actually go through your numbers. Because you're not going to know if you're growing or if you're you know, going down the slippery slope unless you actually start to work on your numbers and see what your goals are and start working towards them. And there's some weeks that it may not be the numbers that you want to see and know that that's okay because know that the following week you can do X, Y, and Z. If you stick your head in the sand and don't really look at it, then it's going to be really difficult for you to grow the business in that way. And when you start to fall in love with money, you realize that money is just, it's just energy. Like, you know, people are coming in for a treatment. You're giving them your energy. You're doing a gorgeous treatment on them. And the exchange is just money. 
but it's just energy when we look at it that way. So we can start to fall in love with money and then fall in love with the numbers. So then we can actually grow the business. That's one of my things. The other top tip I'd have is definitely to work on your mindset, your mindset to invest in that, whether you get yourself a coach, whether you start reading some amazing mindset books, listen to podcasts, um, you know, watching things on YouTube. This is where my personal growth, when I invested in, in the business and in coaches and in those sort of things, helped me move along. So for me, I definitely would say that's been the key turning point um, to my business. And, you know, you can do these, these things are all readily available. Like you can stick in a podcast and listen to it and that stuff can just, you know, ignite the fire in you to do that day. You know, there's stuff on YouTube that can motivate you to, to work through stuff. Like there is, it's all there available. It's just about you tapping in and utilizing it and being accountable. That's the biggest thing is being accountable to actually do the thing. Like if you're not accountable to it and you just go, oh, I'll listen to it here and there or I'll do it when everything's not great. That's not, you need to be doing it when the days are amazing and when the days are not so great so that you are constantly up-leveling and growing and having that growth mindset. Yeah, they're my two things. Love, love, love those tips. Thank you so much. And I also wanted to just add there, you know, like it's so important to choose those people that you kind of vibe with. You know, you're going to probably listen to some podcasts that you're like, oh, I don't quite like, you know, the sound of that person's voice. You might not like my voice on the podcast and choose to not listen. And that is totally okay. It's so important to find someone that you're, you know, excited to listen to and press play and know that, you know, it's not just fluff, it's valuable information that's been, um, you know, shared with you for your time as well. And then the other side of that is also being extremely aware of what you are consuming. So from news, if you're switching that on in the morning, I know that you're right with me here with this, Martina. I don't have a TV, so I, you know, physically do not have that ability to turn on like sunrise in the morning or anything like that. But I I know I love my parents so much, but when I go and visit them, the news is on. I'm pretty sure they turn the TV off. It's not a habit, but they turn it off around 12 o'clock. And that's probably when, you know, something else is on and they're like, oh, the news is finished. I'll turn it off. And it's like, they've been the same stories for the last five hours. And it's like, you know, it's ingrained in the brain of all of this, you know, unfortunately, so much negative um, news and consumption. And that's like creating so much fear around the way in how we act and also the vibration of energy that I will hold for the rest of my day. So I just wanted to kind of like bring that to your attention because if you are, not to say, you know, I'm telling you what to do here, but because I'm not a news or TV consumer, I have a huge, it has a huge effect on my energy in the very, very, very minimal time in the months that I go and visit my parents and that's got to mean something, right? Definitely. What we're consuming, what we are hearing is has a massive impact on our days. How you start your day. If you're starting to listen to the news, I can guarantee you it's probably not that great of a day that you're going to have. And I remember having this conversation with a client and she was saying to me like, oh, I don't know, just in the mornings, I just don't feel, you know, as motivated and I don't know. And then it takes me a while to get, you know, and I was like, what do you like tell me what your morning is so she told me everything and I was like all right I was like 
there's something missing. Like there's something that you're doing. And she's like, well, I said, so tell me exactly when you get up in the morning, what is the first thing you do? And she's like, oh, well, I get up, I go in, I turn on the news. And then I, put, I was like, oh, okay, great. I was like, that needs to change straight away. So I was like, all right, I'm going to send you through a couple of YouTube things that are all free for you to listen to in the mornings. I want you to start your morning with this. Like literally within a week, the change in her, she's like, oh my God, I have such a spring in my step. And I'm like, of course you do. Because your first thing in the morning you're listening to is something that is motivating you, inspiring you and giving you that energy and that drive to actually have a great bloody day. So definitely what you are consuming, be so mindful and go with it like with a really open mind with some of the stuff that you're consuming. Yes. Definitely. Right. Right. There is a lot of, there is a lot of content out there. (laughs) So on the other side of switching, you know, going from TV to online, we also live in a world that is extremely full of content and you can get sucked on in there. If you're not a news um, listener, you might be picking up your phone first thing in the morning. And I'm going to admit that I definitely do that sometimes. I try very hard to have my phone on airplane mode away from my bed that's not reachable uh, so that it's not even on Wi-Fi near my head in the night. Um, that's probably going whole, down a whole nother podcast episode here. But yeah. um, just making sure that in the morning I am not literally consuming a feed that can also shift my vibration. I'm not one to get sucked into the whole competition thing of what other people are doing. That's also work that I've done through my own um, like personal <laughs> development. But I definitely am one to maybe get in a bit of a reactive state because I would say I'm a little bit time poor with homeschooling my son and having co-parenting and all that. I have sort of really minimal work time. So when I look at that, I'm like, oh, God, I should be doing this or I've really got to get back onto this. And that puts my um, probably like my parasympathetic nervous system not in a really good state to begin the day with as well. So Oh my God, there's so much to that. (laughs) (laughs) So many layers. And the night before is a great thing. Like mind dump the night before, put everything that you want to do the next morning. So you're waiting up the next morning with your list of what you actually want to accomplish, knowing that what your day is like the next day, knowing that you've got only that time for, and we're all busy salon owners. So time is, you know, precious. Whatever time we have to work on the business, we want to be utilizing that time. So creating that list the night before, because sometimes that's where everything comes in, all the ideas, all the things that you want to do. So then you're waking up in the morning, you're like, right, I can allocate, I can slot that in and you can actually start creating that great to-do list for the day. Yeah. Yes, that's a really good tip from the night before. And Mm -hmm. so on that note, like, obviously, I still really love writing things down for list creation, but I also like to mind dump in my phone as well. Are there any apps in particular that you love and refer to every single day? Um, Obviously, Canva, which everybody says, they absolutely love it. It's great for doing anything, you know what I mean? Like doing all your price list, your advertising, your quotes, everything that you want to do. I feel like it's in there regarding the marketing for your business. So I really love Canva. Instagram, I love that platform too, because I'm on it all the time, every day. Um, And 
just being able to show up on your stories, have those conversations, create that relatability with your clients, I think is really powerful. And it creates a gorgeous rapport with them. Um, and the other, another app that I love, which is Voxer. Um, I love the, the Voxer app, which is one that I use for my coaching clients, which is where it's like a little walkie-talkie system. And I'm on that all the time. But it's another great one that you can use um, for your staff as well. You can create that app on Boxer and communicate and have that through that. I have one more that I absolutely love. So I do write, but I don't write a lot of stuff down. I'm more of a voice note. So voice notes are definitely my thing because I feel like everything intuitively comes in. And I'm not quick enough to get it all down because it just comes in so rapidly that I have to then voice note it so voice note is definitely when inspiration ideas for the business for whatever is where I actually spray and dump it all that way that's definitely my thing and then I listen back and then take whatever nuggets out of it to do whatever I need to do within the business yeah oh I love that I actually didn't know about voice note and then that's just literally sparked inspiration for me so thanks for sharing because sometimes we do have these intuitive downloads that come to us of that would be really great to share with my community or that would be really great to share with my clients from the beauty boss perspective and then so you're in this energy of like oh wow that's such incredible information and knowledge that I can pass on in my own way or in my own words and then it comes to doing it and (laughs) you're like what was that again or oh gosh I really wish I wrote that down because what I thought of was you know mind-blowing and now it doesn't even sound great at all so having something like that in your own actual voice would be super powerful to re-inspire you to get you tapped back into that high energy um for when it is time because you know that majority of those things they do happen when you're not quite ready to come to the camera and share or you know (laughs) in my case it is anyway um so thanks so much we'll add all of those into our show notes so that people can go and refer back to them and yeah canva is just oh my gosh such an incredible platform for our industry if you are doing a lot on your own there is so many templates on there to go and just literally have your brand board and your colors and change it up to whatever you want it to look like for your own business and add in um you know your logos and things like that Um, and you know, with short form video being more of a way in how digital marketing is more effective at the moment, you know, it's great to see these platforms also pivoting with what the industry's um, trends are for marketing. So you'll find a lot of video content now on Canva and it's not just photos. So go in there and press, uh, like type in the word real and you'll see some really beautiful moving slow motion backgrounds that you can put some lovely quotes on. And so it's changed from like a still shot photo, which isn't kind of ranking very well with the algorithm to a moving graphic, which is going to get more engagement and more reach. So you just have to have a little play with it. And, um, you know, I know this is kind of going off. Well, no, it's not really going off track. It's it's an important message. But with AI um, technology, which is kind of like your um, words, so you can type in a, t- a subject and these robots are basically making words out of the topic that you're writing in um you can go into canva and there's a tool called magic write 
And yep. if you were to write the word L, like what is LED, it will come up with a complete list of, you know, what LED is. And some, you got, you've got to be careful. It is robotic. So it will talk about lights in your ceilings of your house and not facials. So I think you've got to be very, very careful and customise it. But it's a really great time-saving tool there. So you can, you know, take these incredible apps that are being created to help you as a marketer for your business because that's one hat that I know that you also wear alongside being a service-based beauty boss. Uh, you're yeah. in the equipment room as well. So anything time-saving can can really help and Canva's a great one for exploring and just kind of, again, carving out that time once a week, go on the platform and go and see what it can do for you and your business and you can have a little folder there that you can refer into with all your branding stuff every time. Yes, that's great. Awesome. So what's one thing you are constantly searching for, Martina, when it comes to support in what you do daily? Um, I think for me is that I am forever up-leveling. So I invest in myself. I map out time in my day, my week, to actually work on myself. That has been the biggest um thing that I think has been great for my personal and self-development and stuff um so just constantly up leveling and looking at who is doing what in um the beauty industry or whatever you know whatever industry maybe you're somebody not in the beauty industry listening to this but constantly up leveling yourself how can you add more value to your customers to your clients and how can you work on your own mindset to be that better beauty boss to be that better leader the owner the mom the you know the wife the daughter all those things like how can you be that better 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 version of you by I think up leveling yeah it's <clears throat> a you know we are forever students I will consistently yeah. say this on this podcast it is so important to never stop learning and you know never think that oh, okay, well, I've learned that. I'll close that textbook now and that is done. Thank goodness for that because there are always different ways of doing things. And also, you know, I think one thing that you have um, taught me and I'm sure if I had a clinic still, it would be so beautiful to see how it's evolved into kind of, yeah, a bit of a um, amorphous of what I've become over the last three years into really integrating that whole personal alignment with the values that I have in my in my own life into business, um, yeah. which I'm, I feel like I'm definitely doing inside Beauty Business Code. But yeah, I think that's so so important. We're always in that hustle and grind of of um, working all the hours and then forgetting about what life is really about and the business or like why we got into business in the first place of you know, for a lot of us, giving us that freedom and flexibility to choose our own hours, to choose our own um, days of work, to be able to, you know, be our own bosses and stuff. And then you get to that maybe seven-year itch of something in your life and you're like, oh, gosh, I don't, what do you mean I don't have to work 60 hours to, you know, have my business successful anymore? It's like success means so many different things to so many different people it's not a one size fits all is it definitely not no and one thing on that note is that I would say integrate everything that you're learning people go and do the courses and work with coaches and work with mentors and go on retreats 
and then come back and do absolutely nothing with any of the stuff they've learned. So make sure that you are mapping in sometime in the future, you know, whether it's a few weeks later and you're constantly mapping that in to integrate everything that you're learning and evolving that'll help you grow. Cause that's definitely something that I hear a lot from lots of people is that they had such a great time. And then a couple of weeks later, life's back to normal and it's the whole integration of it and actually going you know what if I'm going to learn this information I actually got to use it I actually got to do the stuff and I got to make it part of my day-to-day or week-to-week and integration is the biggest thing that will help you evolve and um, so much quicker yeah amazing yes very very good point there <laughs> and I think um <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm laughing so because I have the I have the people pleasing tendency right and so facilitating yeah. these retreats it's almost like I wish it never ever ended and yeah. that we could just continue on making sure that everyone was you know doing the things and carving out the time yeah. and yeah I would absolutely you know give gives so much to make sure that these women are really, really supported in every way possible afterwards and implementing all of the things they learn on a four-day retreat. (laughs) They have to be accountable. So as a facilitator, you can give them all this information and knowledge and tell them to map this time out and tell them that this is what will help them grow. But if they're actually not going to do it, then there's nothing more that you can do and I think that's the biggest thing is that people need to be accountable for the work and the action that they're doing and knowing that all the information and everything is there within reach it is just about you actually doing the work and making time for it we all have to see them 24 hours how we use them is up to us how yeah. often that are you scrolling on Instagram are you watching the news are you doing all those things that are really and truly is not going to up level you at all yeah yeah Good point there. So on that note of, you know, being really proactive with your time, do you have any specific routines that set you up for the day of success or the evening of success? You probably have heaps. (laughs) (laughs) In any of your, um, like the way and how you live your mornings and things like that. I'm like, oh, but Sienna, your daughter, how old is she now? She is 13. She's 13, yeah. So Emilio is seven. I'm feeling like I've I've got that light at the end of the tunnel when he's that little bit more independent. (laughs) Exactly. And you know what? Spending time with them, enjoy the time with them. They're so young for only a short period and it's precious. So, you know, be in that space with them and show them, be that role model that you already are for him that's showing that you can be an amazing mom, business owner and all the things. And he's getting to see that and experience it every day, which is just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so true we live in you know di- there's different phases of our life I'm so yeah. aware of that I say it and giggle but I do definitely know that there will be a time where this little boy doesn't want to cuddle his mummy anymore and so if there's listeners that are in the very early stages of mummahood and maybe you were like me I was breastfeeding in between clients and I was back at work 10 days after giving birth because I was in control of my business and no one else could be on the floor for me. And, you know, there's definitely, I look back at that going, oh my God. I did <laughs> Yes. And now I, yeah, definitely have, um, yeah, integrated a very, very different part of my life with homeschooling my son. And I had just, there's things that I never thought I'd be doing, but 
I'm a bit of a go with the flow type of girl and I'm just embracing every minute with these little munchkins that are surrounding us. <laughs> and rightly so. Enjoy it all. Yeah. yeah. That's so, all. Back to you. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's all, I love how it all just flows beautifully. It's just, and everything that we're saying is meant to land for somebody and they're meant to get some value out of it. So know that everything is just happening exactly how it's meant to. Um, routines. I am not really someone that has this strict routine. I do the same thing every day and all that. I'm actually really not. So I can't sit here and tell you that I am. Um, I'm very much intuitive and I'm very much like I just do go with the flow in some mornings. Some mornings I get up and go to the gym. Some mornings I go for a walk. Some mornings I relax and have a coffee. And my morning routine is very much like that. Things that I do do is probably would be I listen to podcasts. I listen to audiobooks and I read so there are definitely things that I do every single day regardless I would love to meditate more I would love to do those things more they're not a high value at this moment of my life to do and so I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I've got amazing success things that I do every single day that sets me up things that I do on a yearly or monthly basis would be definitely goals so writing down my goals writing down what I actually want to create that year how many people I want to impact what is the money value that I want to create? What is the freedom? What is my life like? Like that's definitely something that I definitely create. And I look back at that every couple of months and I revalue that. And the reason that that's probably one of the major things that I do is that from that, then I start to create what my ideal life is like and my ideal days. So then I map things into the future. So for example, if I want to be doing X, Y, and Z during the day, then I've already created that. If I can't do it in six weeks time, which is something I say to clients, if you can't create your ideal day and everything's hectic, create it for that new version of you, that new person that you're wanting to become, that person that you're going to up level to be and start writing down what that is. So for me, writing down your goals and creating that ideal day or week or month, what it looks like and actually putting it into your diary and actually holding yourself accountable that you will not delete it for another client that's just messaged you, that you're not deleted for a oh, quick eyebrow wax and a quick thing, that you're going to actually leave it there and know that that time is precious for you. So creating that space. And the other thing is like as well is that if there is gaps in my day, or if I have spaces in my day, then I definitely go, I'll put on something. I'll listen to a podcast. I'll listen to an audiobook. I will listen to something to get me through and get me, you know, motivated or inspired or whatever that is. So, you know, we do have gaps in a day. Some people cancel and we can choose to sit there and feel sorry for ourselves. Or we can choose to pop something on that's going to change our mindset, change our headspace and get us driven and focused to do something. Because there might be something you might pop on for five minutes, which might, which might inspire you to create a whole um, skincare package for Mary down the road that spoke to you about it last week and you didn't get a chance to do it. But you were like, I'll do that whenever I need to do this, that and the other. That might be that opportunity that you get those things done. So for me, they're probably the things that I do. Love yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> the listeners will get so much value out of that. And I think even though you aren't that strict routine person, what I got from there is that you create space. Yes. And that, you know, whatever it ends up being in the morning, I think you waking up and having that 
way of it flowing how it should be and how you're feeling yeah. as well. I think that's one thing also like, you know, really tapping into like that flow of our cycles as well. Um, you know, yeah. I'm not like super educated in it, but I've definitely got a mentor in this space that, you know, really ingrains the fact that through, you know, summer and winter, we actually yeah. function really differently as humans, you know, and in Queensland, we don't get like a super cold winter, but you know, that's that time of going inwards and, you know, probably going to bed a lot earlier um, and maybe waking up that little bit later. So, you know, creating space in your life for those seasons. And then obviously when it comes to that cycle of our monthly as well and being really aware of that. I know for me, I'm pretty much written off for 24 hours exactly (laughs) for the, you know, and it's just like if I was to have interviews booked the whole day, I know that you can't probably cue it right on time but um I just yeah I wouldn't be in a really good energy so probably spacing out you know a couple of days prior and or after knowing that um you know that's time for for me to take some more self-care time rather than being in that go 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 um more in my masculine energy basically so yeah, there's so much to be aware of and the creating of space is a challenge for us when we've got to be at work and, you know, high-fiving our teams before the first client comes in. Um, so just remember that, you know, along with leading your teams and loving on your clients, you've got to look after yourself as well. Yeah, and and connecting with your body, you know, listen to your body, listen to how it is for you, knowing that there is days where you're really, you know, like it's good to keep a diary on that. It's good to keep like a little, um, you know, in your notes in your phone or something like that and really look and go, right, you know what, I've actually noticed this month on these dates, I was X, Y, and Z. I had this much energy. On these dates, I didn't. And look at your cycles and when that's happening because there is times for you, you're like less energy. For me, I'm like really focused around that time. So like it's, and that's the thing is that we're all so different and we all operate different and um, differently. So it's about you finding out what your thing is and where your power is at that time of the month and really tap it into that. And even what your treatments with clients, like think of that in the summer, like do they want to be curled up in a duvet and relaxed and all that? Not always, but in the winter, they're like, get me onto that duvet, pop the heat on. I want to be nurtured and the same, like beautiful soups the hot warm things it's all about nurturing your body so think of that when you're running your you know your treatments and all of those things that what is clients wanting at that time it's summer it's hot most of them want to be in and out most of them want to go outside and enjoy the sunshine and you know have more family time and do more experience in the winter they may be more inclined that they just want to curl up onto the bed so really listen to yourself and listen to the seasons and the months and the the moon is another hole we could get into so much there's like so many layers and chapters but yeah and doing what works for you I think that's the biggest thing and some people love lists and love to do x y and z all the time and have those lists done out and work with them and some people are just not list people and to find out what your thing is but being accountable is what you need to be yeah 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 oh thank you so much I'm going to move on to some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I'm always ready. (laughs) What is the best book you've ever read? For me, I think it's The Secret. The Secret is what changed my life. So I think getting that about 16 years ago was where I started the personal self-development journey and 
it's definitely the book that has changed so many people's lives. So if you're new to personal development, if you've never done anything, I recommend watching the movie. I recommend reading the book. I would say I've easily watched the movie about three or 400 times. No word of a lie. It's just been ingrained in me, which is what I mean when I say integrate and be mindful of what you're listening to. Um, and it teaches you definitely about visualization and manifestation and the law of attraction, which is something that I find has definitely created the life that I have. So I know that was supposed to be rapid, but there was more information I needed to give. <laughs> oh no, that's so true. And I think like sometimes, you know, we've done, both of us have done so much work on our personal development, but we do forget sometimes there are people that have literally never, ever heard of the secret or um, visualization or doing vision boards or how to, you know, manifest their dream life, all of that stuff. It, it could be again, like ingrained from family that it's bollocks <laughs> and, yeah. you know, not have any type of inkling into you know, what could become possible if they actually started. And yeah, the secret's definitely a really great foundational piece and, I think that's where I started um, back on the cruise ships and had watched it uh, and did my first vision board and it was in my tiny little cabin and, you know, manifesting things that were like really simple back then, like, oh, yeah. I want this Canon camera and yeah. <laughs> and there was like, yeah, crazy <laughs> things that have, have happened since doing vision boards every single year. And it's, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Just if there's anything that you're going to do, even start with stuff like that, you know? Um, so yeah, that's a really good share. Out of curiosity, have you um, read any of the other ones? Like there's the power um, and there's a couple of others by Rhonda Byrne as well from the secret from yeah, well, I I have her whole collection. I've read them. Ronan's read them. Sienna has watched The Secret numerous times and it's ingrained in her. So, you know, I'm really proud to say that at the moment she's got no limits in her where she wants to go. And I am really trying to tap into that as much as I can to not give her any limits so that she can create the life that she wants. So teaching her that is really great. And as I was sitting here, we're talking about vision boards. I have my vision board here beside me. And I remember... I cut out this picture of this woman and she was sitting and she looked so peaceful in this beautiful seat, relaxed and reading. And um, I bought new seats for my um, living room. And it wasn't until I was sitting here like about two weeks later and then I looked and I went, oh my God, I actually bought the same seats. And I just loved them. Like, and it wasn't, I didn't visualize that I wanted the seats. I actually just looked at her sitting there and her whole energy is what I was so drawn to but I actually created the whole energy, the seats and myself sitting there. So I've created it all. So be mindful of all the things you want to create. Oh, <laughs> yes. This, this, is, uh, this is a funny story. Um, so my sister created her vision board and put it, so this is when we were all living together and that little bit younger. And so vision board in her bedroom and then she moved out, but I don't know, as you do, you leave things up. And that vision board was on that wall for ages and it had this blue car on it. And my mum ended up getting the, the <laughs> car. It was blue and like it was a, yeah, really, it was like a jelly bean one. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, you manifested Julie's vision. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of, yeah, and she, was, she actually didn't realise either. 
She was like, oh, so I did. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's how powerful it really can be. Obviously, her going in and folding laundry in the spare bedroom, she was sub like consciously looking at it all the time, you know. So, yeah, Yeah. very, very powerful visualisation. Okay, this is definitely not rapid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who is someone that you would love to meet in person? And Pink. Ooh, I love her. I I'm obsessed with her. I just love her energy. I love her sass. I love how she performs and, you know, the journey that she's gone through and who she is. And she just definitely represents, uh, yeah, a really cool boss lady that is just owning herself and doing exactly what she wants to do and following her um, dreams. Yeah. There's so many, but she definitely came into my mind. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And what's one thing you have procrastinated about this week? Setting up my Kajabi account and getting that done. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been sitting there. I don't know if it's this week or this year. (laughs) I am going to hold you accountable to this podcast episode. If this podcast airs and you have not got your Kajabi account done yet, then we'll be having a conversation. (laughs) will be done it will be done it's all ready to go it's just me next week I have a period where I've mapped up time to make it happen so it's all in the works I've just been like oh I must do that even though I know it's going to be the biggest thing for my growth and again think of that too like eat the frog first like I've totally been avoiding eating the frog another great book if you haven't read that and and obviously I'm implementing it not but (laughs) (laughs) if you can do what I say not what I do would be great but definitely doing that thing and I know that when I do it I'm going to be like oh my god I'm so glad I've done it yes well so for those who don't know Kajabi is a software that you can actually have like digital courses and um, video content and things stored in so you can have a member portal and um, have like a login code to it. So if you've ever bought a course, then maybe it's been hosted on Kajabi. And so, you know, this could also relate to someone listening, like if they're switching salon softwares or they have to redo their, um, I don't know, online store or they've got new products added to their e-commerce store and it's just been left behind or adding a blog to your website. All of this back-end stuff, I know it is not like a strength for many. We did not get into the beauty industry to go into our laptops and start being a technical boss. (laughs) And I'd have to say like it's my biggest cringe too when I have to work on the business. But I can guarantee you if you do carve out that time to be able to implement these huge changes that can, you know, really kind of like escalate your business to a higher, like elevate your business to a higher level, um, you will look back going, oh my gosh, I can't believe I waited so long to do it. So again, it's just to create the space, make sure that you hold yourself accountable, put it in the calendar. You've got a phone there that has a Google calendar or whatever it is, like set the alarm to make sure that it's something that kind of clicks your brain into that anchoring of like, oh yeah, I'm, you know what? I've got to eat the frog. I've got to do it or it's not going to get done, you know? Uh, what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail to be honest I think it's just what I'm doing I don't I feel like this is actually my path and my journey and I feel like I'm already 
I've jumped. I feel like I've jumped. I've made the jump and I don't really see things as that I failed. I really see it as an opportunity of growth. I know that maybe if things didn't work out the way that I thought that know that there's something better that was going to happen. So I try to look at life a little bit more like that rather than if I would feel, because I don't really feel like I feel, I feel like I just grow from it. I know that it was meant to be part of my life for that period. So I think what I'm doing is stepping into this and all is, yeah, is what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you are. And, you know, like I know that Martina's also done some other you know, very interesting growth activities that can, you know, propel you forward. But she has walked on glass at our Beauty Boss retreat. Uh, you were scared of the helicopter ride, which was supposed to be fun. But I was like, okay, there's actually people that are fearful of heights and getting into this tiny aeroplane kind of thing. And that was something that, you know, you had so much fun in. And yeah, I'm glad that you did that. Definitely fear was something that has held me back. And um, I've done a lot of self-development work on that and worked through it. And it stemmed from being a little girl, like which most of our stories that we, you know, come up with and there are limiting beliefs is normally when we're younger. So fear was definitely something from the past that I worked through. So I wasn't given the opportunity, I suppose, to go, did I actually overcome fear? I feel like I have, but nothing was there like it's not like I'm getting on an airplane every day or a helicopter every day and jumping out of something like you know this opportunity arose and I was like oh I used to be afraid of this I wonder am I actually going to be afraid of it I and I wasn't and I was like oh my god look at how much I've grown oh my god like it was that whole the experience was amazing but the whole like realization of how much I've grown as a person was so much more powerful than anything so that opportunity arose and I was like, right, this is it. Jumping in it. Let's do it. And it was great. So thank you for that opportunity to oh, test this. Awesome. That was all on day one. <laughs> day one, yeah. Oh, goodness me. So fun. Uh, and if you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? Oh, I'm going to say Ronan. And I know that Sienna will listen to this and be like, mom, I can't believe you didn't say me. <laughs> And then I was like, maybe it's actually Murphy I'd miss the most. Maybe I'll just take the dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I would take Ro. Yeah, Ronan would be there. Yeah. Love that. Well, this has been so lovely. My goodness. Yeah. I have enjoyed our conversation. I want like so many of our listeners, if I could just, you know, sprinkle you everywhere to everyone, it would just be a day made for me because you are truly, you know, yes, I've said it before. I, I think I say it every time we talk <laughs> on a live, like you're so magnetic and it's true. I just love you so much and you've made such an impact on myself, but also for anyone that you've connected with that's been affiliated or associated with me, they just have so much incredible feedback about you and your work and, you know, the way in how you can really transform their life. So, um, yeah, we were talking about you being a beauty boss, but it's more just like what you're evolving into in this coaching space is truly incredible for any woman um, that is, you know, a female entrepreneur, but, you know, having our community of beauty bosses, there is just so much mindset work that needs to be 
worked on or put as a priority for so many. So I just want everyone to be aware of who you are and like to go and get into your world. Where can they go and find you to um, go and hear a little bit more about what you do? So probably the best place is Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well. Um, And the coaching space is Martina McCormick Coaching. And so that's the space I'm on it pretty much every day. I'm definitely in there doing some stories and having chats and um, leaving some value stuff in there. And then my beautiful salon is called Secret Wellbeing, hence after the book, The Secret. And wellbeing is what I wanted to create for the people that were coming into that space to me. So that one again, Instagram, Facebook, I'm in North Brisbane. So if any of you beautiful ladies or men are listening and want some gorgeous traits, come up and see me there. So that's my two spaces. Yay, that's great. And is anything in the works for you and your business at the moment? Angela, you know me. (laughs) That was a silly question, actually. (laughs) Not for the listeners. (laughs) We could be here for weeks if I tell you all the things that I'm wanting to create and do. It's having to tune them in to go, right, what is going to add as much value to my clients um, at this moment? So I have got my, um, in the coaching space, I've got a program starting in May, which I'm calling in some um, business owners, some business owners into that space. It's a four-month group coaching space, and you also get one-on-one calls with me every month too. And then I take you on a gorgeous three-day retreat to really integrate everything we learn over those four months. So that's going to be starting in May and the retreat's going to be happening in October in the beautiful Sunshine Coast. So that's sort of one of the things. And then I have also my one-on-one coaching that I do as well at Space and some online programs will be all unfolding and happening. And then within the salon, I'm really turning into focusing more on the skin, which I've been investing a lot of um, time and energy and um, up-leveling in that whole space. So I'm really moving into that for the salon. So busy doing all the things for all the businesses. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, whatever you create is incredible. So thank you so much for joining in on this conversation. Thanks to all of our listeners. It means so much that you are here and continuing to listen to the confessions of a hashtag beauty boss podcast. Thank you for having me and for all those beauty boss ladies and men out there. Please reach out, jump on if you want to have a free one-on-one call with me. I can take you through what I can, what I offer and what I do. And there's also a discount code for any of the programs that you want to sign up to. So send me a message, pop Beauty Boss on it, and I'll let you know about all the things that I have to offer and the beautiful discount that I'm offering for Angela's gorgeous people that come into her space. So thank you for having me. Well, I could sit and talk to you for hours, but I need to go and pamper some women now as well. (laughs) (laughs) Back to it. All right. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, beautiful.